Hello, lovely people. Thank you so much for joining already our fourth edition of the B2B Influencer Marketing Chat Series. My name is Mariska Kestlow and I'm the founder of Word of Life. And today we're going to talk all about TikTok, the next generation and data. But before we dive into the topic with our, with our beautiful host, I would like to introduce also Jaro. Um, who is co-hosting this session together with me. So, Jaro, welcome to the session. Hello, welcome everyone. My name is Jaroslav Marchuk and I'm from Poland now, before in Cambridge. And I hope next year we will meet over here in Barcelona. So now we can only enjoy Barcelona with our mugs and coffee. So I hope you today enjoy the session about TikTok and we all meet together next year in Barcelona, of course. Over to you, Mariska. Yes, yes, I think we, we fully agree. We all miss, we all miss traveling. And thank you so much for all the participants who could also join some session on IBTM Worlds, uh, the, virtual set, uh, the virtual one. But I'm very happy that you're joining our session. Um, so we will give now the word to Naomi. Naomi, welcome so much and, and joining our session. And would you like to introduce yourself and say something? Yes, of course. Uh, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm really excited to talk about TikTok. It is something that I absolutely love. Um, so a little bit about me. I am actually um, an events management student currently in my final year of studies. Um, do my dissertation um, but actually when lockdown first happened um, um, all the way back in March or April I can't exactly remember the months it seems to be a bit of a blur um, but I started using social media to grow my personal brand and to really um, reach out and um, get into the events industry because so many opportunities were closing initially and um, so I thought why not try and get my own opportunities and use social media to help me do that um, so I really focused a lot heavily on um, becoming aware of the sort of virtual hybrid elements and also how to digitally market myself. And within about two months of really focusing on social media, uh, building my brand, um, I was then able to be, um, have opportunities to speak at events like this um, and also um, really get opportunities that I really want where being able to work with some incredible clients um, and specifically on TikTok campaigns and also on social media um, campaigns as well, as well as digital um, events. So it's been an incredible journey to say the least and TikTok has definitely influenced um, my journey as well. And just in terms of understanding a completely new platform with um, an incredible amount of young people on there, which is something um, I'm most definitely passionate about, which is empowering young people to get into the events industry. And TikTok um, has such a large majority of uh, young people on there. But it is grow it's growing with other people like Jara and Mariska, who recently joined TikTok as well. So it's an, it's an aging um, platform, which is great to see. So that's a little bit about um, who I am and what I currently do in the events industry space. Okay, well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining. Um, you already said um, about when you remembered when you first posted and um, you used it first, you're more like your personal, personal account, but also the lockdown had a huge impact on the way how you say we're using, uh, we're using TikTok. And now you even get, I would say, even collaborations um, 
um, collaborations out of it. Can you remember when you first put your first post out um, on, on TikTok, um, personal or professional? When was that? <laughs> Yeah, so my first post was um, literally when lockdown first happened and it was still when the platform was still quite young, but it still had billions of uh, people on there, but not as much as it does now. Um, and I was I was just kind of went on there to show who I am. I actually think it was part of the um, Irina Graffs, um, their, um, their event planners talk conference, one of their challenges because originally I just used TikTok as a personal account where I just, I'd, honestly, I do some really shabby dances and just have a, a muck about with my friends. And I didn't really see the true value of how important the platform is to show your personal brand, but also to um, really showcase um, your, your knowledge, your inspiration and different insights as well. Um, and then I think I did a couple of cooking ones um, first, first back um, when I uh, when I went onto TikTok, but then obviously it's completely evolved and changed um, during the last couple of months. So that's how I really started my TikTok journey. But it was mostly when um, Instagram Reels when they uh, released their latest feature, and it kind of kicked um, sort of thought in my head, thinking, gosh, people are trying to be like TikTok. And but the, I feel like a lot of the other platforms couldn't properly imitate how TikTok was. Um, I don't still don't really feel like Instagram Reels really has its full potential yet, whereas TikTok has just been able to completely um, just completely overwhelm the younger generation and and even like I was saying before, even aging people going on there as well. So it's 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 continually growing. Um, but yeah, that's how I really started and when I saw the sort of true potential of TikTok. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we're talking about the true the true potential. Um, we set up um, together this or say collaboration to the, the word of my TikTokers. And to be honest, I was also I'm not saying that I was a, a huge fan, but I did never say explored all the opportunities of, of TikTok. And thanks to you, um, because of your posts, you also shared how to create your first post. So me as a as a, a middle of older person, I also created my first TikTok. And now to be honest, I understand why TikTok is so um, say addictive, but also so fun and really understand, yeah why it's so growing and, and so so popular. Um, and now I also understand the misunderstanding that my parents have when their children are all day on TikTok. So there's a lot of misunderstandings uh, about, about TikTok. And I know you're also to say, educating a lot of other people also about, uh, about TikTok. What's your opinion about, uh, about this? Because it's a very educative uh, platform as well. Yeah, completely. And it was interesting when we did um, our challenge um, for the lead up to this session and the actual day two challenge was for people to share their misconceptions about TikTok and my my TikTok that I created, it was about dancing and that's originally what I thought the whole platform was, you know, just young people just dancing all the time. Um, and then people like Sammy, who's also on this call today, she she also shared that it was, you know, for um, lip syncing, makeup tutorials, those sort of things. And then um, Irina also shared her thoughts as well. So the people were sharing all of their different misconceptions and it shows how 
um, a lot of people haven't really actually understood or taken the time out to look through the platform and to see what the potential actually um, is on the platform. Personally, um, like I was saying, it, people think it's for dancing. And sometimes I think, well, yeah, yeah, it is a great platform to dance. And people forget that as event professionals, we, we, you know, we get a lot of entertainment to come to our events. We bring in dancers, we bring in music, you know we bring in artists we bring in everything to really create that whole event experience so when i when i hear a lot of people say oh it's just it's just for dancing it's just for singing it's you know you can bring all those different elements together um for 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 an event so i always think you know always try it before you you know you're going to give those misconceptions because like you were saying when you go onto the platform and you see all the different types of content that's on there and even when you go into the discover page and you have the opportunity to look through all of these different brands who are all wanting to reach out and to get people to understand that they are a future forward thinking company um, you can really see that how that even these brands also are trying to fight those misconceptions um, as well on that platform so I always say to people, try the platform, have a look through, engage as well. It's really easy just to um, just to scroll through and think, oh, this isn't um, what um, this isn't really what I want to do. But the whole the whole TikTok platform, the whole algorithm, the way it's all designed is the more you interact, the more you engage, the more you like, the more that the TikTok platform, it will create and it will send content that you are interested in your way, which is not uh, what a lot of other um, social media platforms have been able to do. Oh, interesting. I didn't. I even didn't know it. But there also is apparently also an educating part, which which Irina put on the uh, during the um, the TikTok challenge. Um, yeah. She even said there was an education part, which I was also not aware of, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, and they've got um, a hashtag called hashtag Learn on TikTok, and they've got all different aspects that you can learn from A to Z on there as well. Um, you know, even when I go for um, job interviews or even when I'm trying to bring on a new client, I actually search on TikTok how to bring in clients, how to do how to do an interview and stuff. And all these um, content from all these other professionals is also on there as well. Um, but I know that there is an education side of it where you can actually go on there and learn kind of like LinkedIn learning. But the actual in-house learning that you can do on TikTok is 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 phenomenal you know it's absolutely crazy and um, you know the things you can learn okay well Naomi, could you share with us for the beginners especially or who would like to start TikToking, or could you share us some numbers about the platform and uh, uh, some special terminology maybe on the TikTok? could you share it with us of course um so yes yeah, so a lot of the um, statistics that I've kind of found and that I think are really important for people to understand, especially if you are wanting to go on there and build your brand, whether that's your personal brand or your company's brand, is that it's, um, you know, there's 41% of the TikTokers are between the ages of 16 and 24. And I feel like that's obviously really important to start because obviously it's a really great demographic. You understand the age group and who and that, that percentage of people who are on there. But it's also important when people are create, creating their TikToks, especially when I see people saying, 
um, who are trying to share their brand votes, you know, email me or give me a call and let's book a let's book a session. 16 to 24 year olds are probably not going to send you an email. They're probably not going to give you a call. <laughs> you know, that's just not the way this generation works. We like everything to be automated. We like chat boxes. That's how we work as as younger people. So that's really interesting if you are thinking of wanting to go on there and how you're going to really make sure that you're creating that content like specifically for that demographic. But even things like um, people um, go on to the actual minimum amount of time that people are on TikTok. It's 52 minutes a day. And I can definitely contact Yeah, 52 minutes a day. <laughs> and I know for sure that I spend more time on TikTok than 52 minutes. Um, and it's it's got even 11, no, 115.3 million users spending. So what actually that means is when people are going live or when um, they're sharing ads, that, that, that there's even possibilities for you to even um, um, actually make money off TikTok. And actually TikTok are reaching out to young, um, um, more niche um, TikTokers as well to help them grow their platform. So their user spending is, is just rapidly increasing because more brands and more people are creating content that they want to find more niche so they can um, you know, go into different markets as well, which I also think is a really interesting um, statistic. Um, it's from 150 markets, 75 languages, 50% of their TikTok audience is global and they're all under 34 years of age. And I find I just I find that so incredible because what's so um what a lot of other platforms haven't been able to do is make their content diverse or inclusive for a variety of languages. You know, for example, you can really scroll on TikTok and you don't necessarily have to understand what they're saying, but you can um, you can relate because of the music or the facial expressions or even the filters that are being used. Whereas a lot of other platforms such as Facebook, they, they really can't get into the audience and um, things like even like Instagram, if you're really wanting to build yourself on Instagram, you've really got to master the art of hashtags and consistency. Whereas on TikTok, that's just something that isn't necessarily needed. So I find those sort of um, statistics really important, especially for when you're trying to um, leverage yourself on that platform as well. And um, um, another sort of in interesting point is that there's 29% engagement rate, which I find is really interesting. When you look at things like Twitter, where their engagement rate is below 10%, even Instagram's um, engagement rate is just below, I think it's something like 14%. So all these, all these other social media platforms, they haven't been able to specifically target their content to that particular user, whereas the TikTok algorithm, like I mentioned before, you, the more you go on the platform, the more you use it, the more you like that content, it will target that content towards you, which is why that engagement rate is so high. And that's why people you always hear these huge stories of people being able to blow up on TikTok and, you know, they've, you know, become, you know, millionaires and whatever. And that's, you know, the way that they've interacted on that platform as well. So okay. those are some of the top stats that I've kind of seen on the platform. Okay, great.
So interesting, really interesting, really interesting facts here. You see there's a huge potential out there for, say, on TikTok. How can you, how do you see that evolving specifically for our industry? Because uh, the meetings and events industry is not so active. Huh? Um, and we're talking also about diversity, inclusion, which is also, of course, a hot topic in our industry. Um, how do you see that? Um, well, in your ideal world, what is well? What are your predictions, or what would? How do you see TikTok and uh, and our industry evolving? Would love to hear your opinion about that. Yeah, so I I feel like before um, COVID happened, I feel like the not a lot of um, my event professionals were actually really using social media and actually understanding it. And this was before TikTok is. The platform that we see it as now um, but the content that you can create on the TikTok platform it's it's so crucial just to actually um, meet that younger generation because as much as we can say you know if, if we've got an event and it's for something that might not necessarily target the younger audience it the younger audience can still learn from that event, from those event professionals, see the behind the scenes, see how that they put together an incredible show, you know, meet, you know, industry speakers. So I feel like that the mice industry, it, it's going to have to, it's just, I, I feel like it, there's not two ways about it. I feel like it's going to have to use TikTok. And the way that is, the mice industry is going to be able to do that is by opening the doors to younger people or people who know TikTok to come in and say, look, let me show you how to use this platform and let me show you how this can work. Um, I feel like that's how the mice industry can really start leveraging themselves. But I think it's really important that when when the, when the mice industry just come on to conferences, that they're not creating, con or creating content or creating advertisements because like I was saying, the, the platform, it's for younger people, you know, and the young people have so much content and so much advertisement shown to everybody. And I think every, actually, to be honest, everybody can agree that every time you go on to all these other social media apps, or even when you just look, you know, Google searching and stuff, you've got Facebook ads popping up, you've got Google ads popping up, people are trying to sell you stuff, you know, you want to watch a YouTube video and you've got an advert advertisement yes. popping up. And, and that's just not the way that TikTok works. The way that you can really create good content on, on TikTok and really showcase that content is by making it look as least advertising as possible. It's got to be so authentic. It doesn't need to be professional. You know, it doesn't need to be this high quality production team standard video. It really, it, honestly it really doesn't the more that your tiktoks look like tiktoks than advertisements the more that you're going to be able to grow on there and the more that people are going to be able to see the huge impact that the mice industry has on the entire economy you know and i feel like that's how important um it is for the mice industry to get on there but in terms of predictions i feel like people like we were talking about the misconceptions people just need to realize that maybe we can't do everything so let's open the doors to people who can do this and who can put our brand out there. I feel like that is really important and 
and like I was saying, you just got to, you've really just got to give it a go and not get so caught up with the misconceptions because this is a growing platform that young people are using. And even if TikTok dies next year, there'll be something else, you know, that will be coming up. But the, the key thing is that you've missed that demographic. You missed that key demographic of where you've been able to create content for them and for them to get to know who your brand is, you know, get to understand your event, how you put it all together, you as another professional. And that's what that's what people will miss. You know, we put in like we put in the event description, the younger people. They'll become our business partners, they'll become our employers, they'll become our customers, they'll become our competitors. So it's important that we 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 recognise that and that we adapt to it. Yes, indeed. Well, I think also that the mice industry sometimes have the feeling they are running behind and they miss opportunities. Um, and I think also now with TikTok, so I, it would be great to see in the future that also... Um, destination technology suppliers, regions, I mean, anyone who's active within the industry, also from the event planners, but also especially from the supplier side, that they also focus more and say, like you said, embracing more um, the next um, say the next generation, because I think that is, um, we're still missing that. If you go to a regular trade show, if IBGM was there now, I say, an, on a normal way, then the average age, I think it would be around 35 or older that you would see. You don't see many, um, many young people. So I think if we want to embrace the next generation and we want to feel them welcome, like you said, and that um, the approach is different, the way how you work is, is different. So I think it's very, yeah. it's very important to be on that, uh, on that uh, uh, platform. Um, yeah. And, also, and also you talk about the next generation, of course, you're also very passionate about, um, because <laughs> I think there's also in general, and not only within our industry, but there's a huge gap between, um, um, say, the, the different, uh, the different uh, generations. Um, uh, how do you see that evolving? Because you, you've mentioned a very funny example um, during our preparation call that you went for an interview uh, a job interview and that you got some standard quotes um, which I which I found really say embarrassing from the from the person who did the interview but I think there's there again same like TikTok there's a lot of misconception and misperceptions about your uh, your generation mm, yes yeah definitely and you know I'm I'm a young event professional a lot of people don't know how young I am I'm 20 years old turned 20 in August and and um you, you know and I've been able to really build a lot of my learning and development and skills through social media which has really helped me and especially when I go to <laughs> like like you were saying um when I went to a job interview and people usually don't realize how how young I am and feel then that I'm not very capable because of my age but what but then they bring me into the interviews thinking how experienced I am so you know there's still lots of different misconceptions in um in in that way as well and I really just feel like people just need to like I said just need to embrace you need to embrace young people and I feel like it really starts a lot like you were saying with representation at a lot of events you know if you really want to um, be a forward-thinking company you really want to be a forward-thinking event and 
really bring in a wide audience, you know, put young people on the panel speakers, you know, we're talking a lot, a lot about the future of the events industry, but yet there's no young people on the, on the panel, there's not a lot of young people who are standing up for the tickets and people have got to realise that, why is that happening? It's because we're not being included, you're using, um, I, I, don't, I hate to say it, but you, you know, doing boring content. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's true. I mean, I'm glad yeah, you, I mean, I'm Dutch, so you're allowed to say, um, so you can say it in a straightforward way. The format we're using, like trade shows and in regular events, I'm talking now in general, um, like you yeah. said, is not adapted towards your generation also that we still send, the, and also the way how we reach out to you. Um, like you said, um, we don't, you don't call or you don't, you prefer to speak with a chatbot or or to, um, or perhaps via Instagram um, chat function or messenger, um, but that's often not used in the regular communication from, from events. Maybe we can ask yeah. a question appeared right now. Naomi, there's a question from Rina and Claudia actually about the same thing. And the question is, um, uh, is your generation actually interested in the trade show industry, in the knife industry? I feel like we can make people interested in in anything if we understand that generation. I feel like if we, so for example, we have the trade shows, you know, we you, if you go, for example, if you go onto TikTok, you can see that there's a trending hashtag at the moment where people are showing the cars and stuff, you know, or where people are do, showing their makeup and all this and so many different other topics. It's such a variety and there's trade shows that are all discussing different things like that and um, so I feel like it's important that people really understand that we are we are interested if you if you make us interested so instead of using content that is usually used for old Oh, oh, so, I don't want to say older, but you know, for more experienced, more experienced generation. <laughs> Sorry, guys, but um, for the more experienced generation, I feel like they have their different type of content. They they they're targeted differently because that's what interests them. That's what brings them, and you can't then use that same type of content and then expect young people to then be interested. You've got to think creatively, you know. TikTok is all about inspiration, it's all about entertainment, it's all about education, but it's all in an authentic way. I feel like we can really see a lot of people who are trying to sell stuff. You know, if you know, a lot of companies, for example, over in the UK, we've had a lot of discussion about the supermarkets who all came together for Christmas to share their hashtag, which was stand against racism. But the thing that they did with that is that they didn't put any action actionable things behind that campaign they didn't really actually engage with anybody they just expected to put it out there and for a load of love to go their way and it didn't necessarily go their way because it was performative you know you can't expect to put things out there and people just to you know go across and, and a lot of the younger generation are more analytical we can really pick things apart you know we're very good at you know, looking back at the history of these companies, finding out who was working in these companies and really, you know, really 
dig deep into understanding who these people are. And I feel like when we are creating content, we've really got to make sure that it's not just faceless content. You know, if we're really wanting to bring young people in, really talk to them, offer them opportunities, you know, embrace them into the actual event design, embrace them into the schedule. Um, you know, go to where, where they usually hang out, which is places like TikTok and Instagram, and which is usually in a lot of video content. And I feel like that is how we can make people interested. Um, but like I said, you've got to make you've got to make interesting content that you, where you actually understand. And like I mentioned at the beginning, you know, if you're <clears throat> saying send me an email and let's book a session. I can tell you, I can tell you categorically that people will not, <laughs> people will not email you. Young people will not email you to be interested. You know, like we were saying, chat boxes, simple forms where you don't really necessarily have to talk to anybody. And that sounds like we're a, a generation who don't want to have human contact, where we're all about that, but we're all about automation and things being simple and not having to take the long way. So I feel like that has really got to be understood as well. Yeah. It's really striking that you mentioned that you're overwhelming by, overwhelmed by Facebook, right? If you remember well. There are so many functions on Facebook. It's, it's for your generation, it's quite a huge platform to, and you're overwhelmed by its all possibilities. So you look yeah. for easier solutions, right? Yeah. yeah. Solutions. And I think yeah, also, what's this? oh, sorry, go ahead, then, Yomi. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, I was just going to say that I, I completely agree. And for, you know, Facebook, the, the, uh, well, a lot of social media platforms are trying to be everyone and everything at the moment but things like Facebook the reason that then I feel that they're not able to grow is because they're trying to do two things at, two things at, at once and also the whole user design is just not appealing it's very I, I find personally I find it very confusing there's things at the bottom things at the top and things flash in the middle of the screen things pop up from the left to the right and you know nothing's you know nothing things very simple whereas if you look on the TikTok platform interface it's got none of the sort of banners at the bottom you know the video is actually the video is actually the background of the whole thing there's not much advertisement for even the TikTok platform on there you know you just got the follow the like comment and share and you can just swipe it's 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 simple and that's why a lot of younger people love it because it's simple yeah yeah indeed and therefore i also like tiktok because i said i'm in touch very straight to the point we like very practical easy to use tools so therefore i think it's very uh, therefore i think very tiktok is very interesting and some other yeah. something i want to mention before we go into the questions is something that you highlight is about data and i think we need to have another conversation about data because we uh, think we will need uh, 30 or 45 minutes to cover that topic but I just want to say that it's really interesting that you do a research upfront with who you're going to see and that you can see what kind of a content the company, even a person that you would speak with within the company, that you will say, okay, oh, but three years ago, he worked for another company or it did not perform well, or that company had a, a scandal or a, a claim or whatever. So it's very interesting that you search those data. And I think that's still a very underestimated value mm -hmm. within within our industry. And like the younger generation, like you said, you've grown up with social media and you've grown up with um with the with the importance of those data and analytics. 
And I think that our generation is, well, now with the digital world and being forced to be online, we're now getting used to work with the data and the analytics, but it's still not at the forefront, and especially from our industry, it's not at the forefront and importance of our industry. So I think that's also perhaps one of the reasons why, I'm not sure why they're perhaps scared to use online platforms or, or social media or platforms like TikTok. Yeah, and I feel like it's very interesting, especially with the use of data. I feel like um, I feel like people are saying in the comments as well that a, a lot of the mice industry are using traditional methods and traditional methods, like she was saying, it's you know print media and emails and banners and things like that, um, and that sort of data, it can't it can't necessarily be um, as predictive or it can't be as um, analytical as sort of social media and digital media is. But in terms of um, TikTok's um, algorithm, not algorithm, sorry, their data analytics, you know, if you t create your TikTok account for um, a professional account, you can then see all your analytics and see really who's watching when, when's the best time to post, etc. But I, But in terms of the general, events industry trying to use data more I feel like we've really got to make sure that we're actually empowering our employees first to really to get them to understand the importance of data so instead of just you know putting out surveys or, or, or things like that we've got to be more creative with how we're going to try and retrieve that data and instead of asking you know simple questions you know getting to know those people um, a lot more and connecting with them is how you can really create um, a, you know better data for you to then analyze but then also using data um, after your event or to really help you with improvements or um, really just growing as growing as a company growing as an event it's really important that you actually look and actually analyze that data you really manipulate it to understand why are people um acting you know why are people acting like this or why are people interested in this that and the other it's really important that you can then look at that data and you know you can recognize there's not a lot of young people here now why is this is it because of these reasons xxx and it's important that you then create that data and then share it with people too many people are keeping data to themselves and people don't realize that data is meant to be shared obviously with with them um, <laughs> legally um but that data is meant to be shared to your community um and if you are sharing you know sharing um data that's saying look where we recognize the gap here let's make come on, like you know come on community let's bring this let's let's go this new direction that's what it's supposed to be useful it's supposed to help you improve and continually develop but a lot of people don't necessarily know how to do that so that's where it's important that we are empowering people to use data and not for it to be um such a thing where it's oh my gosh like numbers numbers etc etc it can be a lot it can be a lot simpler than a lot of people usually make it out to be Yes, indeed, indeed, and I say I love you. I love your your answer. Um, I see there's a question coming up from um, from Valeska, and she said, um, "What are the steps you have to follow in TikTok if you want to use your platform in a professional way?" 
Okay. Ooh, I love this question. <laughs> so <laughs> what I would definitely say is you need to make sure that your account is a professional account so that you can really see, like I was saying before, the optimum times of posting understand who's watching what and that's when <clears throat> like we were saying before when you can find out if your content is interesting if it's got low engagement there's a reason for that and if it's got high engagement there's a reason for that as well <clears throat> sorry um but then even um, trying to film your tiktoks as well we've got to make sure that all our tiktoks um, our vertical. The whole reason that the platform is so good is that it takes up the full space of your phone. You know, there's not a lot of chance for you to look at, you can't even see the, the time and everything, you know, in the top bar of your actual phone. It completely covers everything. So definitely um, adopting the vertical video formats as well. Um, but it's important that if you are going to be using this as a professional account, that um, Actually, it was interesting before this, sorry, I'm, I'm diverging from the question, but we were saying before everybody joined that um, Jaro doesn't really want to necessarily use TikTok to show his face. He wants to kind of show more of your architecture. Is, yes. is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and lots of people still don't really want to show their face, which is completely fine. And that's where you can be a lot more creative way you can you even use photos that you've taken from events and if you go on to the um where you're going to create a post and you go into templates there's already 50 plus templates are already up there where you can use images to share um you know to upload and to create sort of photo reels and kind of show transformational journeys as well um but the sort of top tips i would really say that if you wanted to become um, and use TikTok, is that you've really got to be authentic with yourself. You've really got to understand why you're going on TikTok. Is it to share um, your business? Is it to inspire others? Is it to be entertaining? And, or is it to dance? You know, we all have different things we want to do. So you've got to understand your why, why you want to go on TikTok and then make sure that your content is all coming off different aspects of that because what is really sometimes difficult is that people just kind of try and do everything and sometimes that can even be more confusing as well for the audience if they are you know are following you and you're creating different types of content the whole um, importance of TikTok is that it's niche so when you're creating content it's specifically for event education you know you're trying to get people to get into the events industry are you trying to get people to be um, more aware of your business you've got to make sure that that content is all around that because all those hashtags that you'll be using all the people that will be watching it will be pushing more of your content to your directive audience it's important that you really choose your niche first of all i think it's also sorry to interrupt but it also has to do with um with a good strategy actually so finding your niche finding your why and then focus like you're using any other social media platforms is creating a good strategy to say okay and posting in a consistent and and and, and a professional way and analyze and analyze your data yeah I, exactly oh, sorry. what i like about the TikTok is the thing because I remember when I started my Instagram 10 years ago, which is a decade. <laughs> at the beginning, all people also said, What is this? It's what's this? 
photos. Who, who does who does need this, right? And now look what happened with Instagram. So I think we should at least uh, try and check TikTok. Who knows what's gonna happen in five years' time with this platform? So we should mm -hmm. at least know this platform from the, our perspective. Yes, and there yeah. were two questions still because we are going towards the end of the session. Two questions actually from Irina, but perhaps we can wrap it up in one because um, she said, okay, generation interested in, in, in trade shows and talking also about the traditional um, um, understand um, and the, our industry is still using the traditional media methods like email printed and banners. And how can we make understand to do the communication channels? I think, um, yeah, it's a bit of a let's say interesting, interesting questions. How do you look towards that? How can we do you? Would you go to a trade show? Would you go to Confex or would you go to IBGM? And still, would you? What what triggers you to go and what triggers you not to go? I would say, or what do you need to have there um, to go there? Yes, I went to Confex um, this year actually, and um, I and and I enjoyed it. I I mean, it wasn't for me really. I just I actually, to be honest, wanted to go there to have a look at how incredible the event space was and to see all these incredible event professionals who I hope to be. Um, and I feel like, especially when you're trying to create that communication channel for younger people to go to these trade shows is you've got you've got to show that journey you've got to you know show the incredible event space the transformation that you've done how it looked before and how it looks now you know showcase all these incredible booths that are, have got these incredible features on them, you know really show the interesting parts and really make it like wow this is something i cannot miss um so that's how i would kind of um really say that you've got to make them understand um, there's you know you can there's different aspects that you can do you know using um trending music um even trending sounds as well that are on um that are on tiktok so that's another thing that's important to try and get people to understand you know there's sounds where people are talking about things that are inspirational you can take those sound bites and use them for your own um, so you can, you know, you can, sh you know, share your journey and show and share your videos and use trending hashtags that will make people relate more because they've heard it from other content creators who um, uh, are in different, you know, industries, but it'll have that same sort of relate relatability as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting. Interesting to see. Yeah. Um, any other, um, Jaro, do we have any other questions popping up, I think? I think uh, Naomi just answered most of them. Just one last question is pop coming on from Aneta. Um, so there is a question, Aneta. So, but yeah. it seems to be more B2C rather than to b And what, I would add, do you think it will become B2B and when? TikTok, and yeah, we're talking TikTok, about TikTok, yeah. yeah. TikTok, yeah. Or yeah. Would it... Go on. Yeah. yeah, I think it would That's be point interesting. Point. I think it would be B two B and B two C component. It's the same with Facebook. It's the same, um, no? But but it's my opinion. But I would love to hear yours. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like it it, it is already a B two B platform, but people maybe potentially haven't had a chance to have a look at that opportunity yeah. that it already has in there. There's um, a TikTok feature called Creative Mar uh, Marketplace. 
marketplace where you can find um, lots of different creators who are selling their businesses who are on there and who, you know, obviously um, bringing great leads from the use of TikTok. So it is, it is a B2B, but when we're trying to understand that B2B environment, it's really important that um, that, that content that we're creating um, on that B2B platform, on, on TikTok, that it's um, that it's it's in it's inspiring. It's not traditional. It's not traditional things that you usually talk about. You know, if you were going to go on there, and you know, you know, say this is um, this is what we sell. You know, we do this, we do that, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. People are probably not going to be likely to engage. So there's <clears throat> that's why I'm saying there's different ways that you can create that content by you know saying oh we got. A podcast where we talk about this, you know, sign, you know, sign up now or check the link in the bio and stuff. There's different ways that you can um, interact um, and build that B2B audience. I feel would do, would you agree with that, guys, or would or what do you think? Uh, I think uh, I think sooner or later I see some B2B uh, uh, fields to to, to discover. I think also this could be um, used by future employees to look for employees, to check them online. So an mm -hmm. HR agencies can scan you what you do on TikTok. So this could be an interesting tool in a, on a B2B and B2C level. And I think we should also incentives. I think this is a great platform for incentives. So you can see the action, the experiences. So I think it's a good tool for that. Yeah. Well, I think I think in general it has a lot of opportunities because, like you said, we we create we bring people together, we create experiences, and that whole experience is missing at a lot of other things. Even if you at events, but at a trade show, I think we have so we create so many great experiences, so many, um, and we we never say dare to show it. So hopefully now with the push of the younger generation, we're able. To, to share those experience and to see also how important our industry is because that's actually yeah. also what it's what it's what it's about and why our it has so many impact on the local economy because so many say suppliers and supply chain is involved in in the in the entire industry and it's indeed by bringing people bringing people together so and um, I yeah. see that we've I see that we also ha already have two minutes I say over time and I think we can talk for hours about TikTok and we even say dive into the topic of the next generation and about data so I think we need to invite you for another session uh, <laughs> Naomi um, well I would say first of all thank you so much for the participants for joining and if you have any questions um, um, for us let us know and we will reply to all to all your questions but thank you so much for for joining and for your for your great questions and engagement and first of all, of course, a huge thank you to Naomi. Thank you for sharing your passion because you're definitely passionate about, about TikTok. And I will continue on my personal and professional brand to, to make some great uh, videos on TikTok. So Yay. see you there. Yeah, and also like the events industry. <laughs> yeah, we need to be that we example. Need blood. We need fresh blood, yes. We need also to, yeah. we need to, we need to be that inspiration for others also to follow us. I think sometimes we need to, you need to be that. We're not saying that leader, but sometimes you need to take the lead. Yeah, and we're all, and that's the importance that we're all here to help the industry grow. You know, we we really need to make sure that the 2021 plan 
is to grow as an industry and to make sure that we come back even stronger. And the only way we can do that is by bringing more people together and not, not excluding different generations, you know, embracing each other, all of our different um, thoughts, ideas and experiences. I feel like that's just so important for um, 2021. But also, I was going to say, check out the challenges because we put out some really great advice um, on how you can create that content on TikTok. Um, so I, I believe you have to stay tuned because we'll have something coming out about that in the new year. Um, but I think um, Jara's put up a blog post as well. So if you do want to understand how to talk more, you know, go look through that blog and you can really then start your TikTok journey. But I'm always here to help out. <laughs> Well, thank you for your lovely words for, for as, as the last words of this session. So thank you so much, uh, Jaro, thank you so much, Naomi and all the participants. And next week uh, we will talk with an influencer with Horacio from South America. So tune in um, next week um, at, at 1 p.m. Central European time. So see you next week. Thank you so much for joining. Bye bye.